part three chapter seven section one b of the possessed by fyodor dostoevsky translated by constance garnett this librivox recording is in the public domain recording by expatriate in bangor maine part three chapter seven stepan trofimovitch's last wandering section one b on a large plate with a big blue pattern on it were served the pancakes regular peasant pancakes thin made half of wheat covered with fresh hot butter most delicious pancakes stepan trofimovitch tasted them with relish how rich they are and how good and if one could only have un doigt d'eau de vie it's a drop of vodka you would like sir isn't it just so just so a little un peririon five farthings worth i suppose five yes five 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 un peririon stepan trofimovitch assented with a blissful smile ask a peasant to do anything for you and if he can and will he will serve you with care and friendliness but ask him to fetch you vodka and his habitual serenity and friendliness will pass at once into a sort of joyful haste and alacrity he will be as keen in your interest as though you were one of his family the peasant who fetches vodka even though you are going to drink it and not he and he knows that beforehand seems as it were to be enjoying part of your future gratification within three minutes the tavern was only two paces away a bottle and a large greenish wine-glass were set on the table before stepan trofimovitch is that all for me he was extremely surprised i've always had vodka but i never knew you could get so much for five farthings he filled the wine-glass got up and with a certain solemnity crossed the room to the other corner where his fellow-traveller the black-browed peasant woman who had shared the sack with him and bothered him with her questions had ensconced herself the woman was taken aback and began to decline but after having said all that was prescribed by politeness she stood up and drank it decorously in three sips as women do and with an expression of intense suffering on her face gave back the wine-glass and bowed to stepan trofimovitch he returned the bow with dignity and returned to the table with an expression of positive pride on his countenance all this was done on the inspiration of the moment a second before he had no idea that he would go and treat the peasant woman i know how to get on with peasants to perfection to perfection and i've always told them so he thought complacently pouring out the rest of the vodka though there was less than a glass left it warmed and revived him and even went a little to his head je suis malade tout à fait mais ce n'est pas trop mauvais d'être malade would you care to purchase a gentle feminine voice asked close by him he raised his eyes and to his surprise saw a lady une dame elle somewhat over thirty very modest in appearance dressed not like a peasant in a dark gown with a grey shawl on her shoulders there was something very kindly in her face which attracted stepan trofimovitch immediately she had only just come back to the cottage where her things had been left on a bench close by the place where stepan trofimovitch had seated himself among them was a portfolio at which he remembered he had looked with curiosity on going in and a pack not very large of american leather from this pack she took out two nicely bound books with a cross engraved on the cover and offered them to stepan trofimovitch with the greatest pleasure ah now i understand vous êtes ce qu'on appelle a gospel woman i've read more than once half a rouble thirty-five kopecks answered the gospel woman with the greatest pleasure 
je n'ai rien contre l'évangile and i've been wanting to reread it for a long time the idea occurred to him at the moment that he had not read the gospel for thirty years at least and at most had recalled some passages of it seven years before when reading renan's vie de jesus as he had no small change he pulled out his four ten rouble notes all that he had the woman of the house undertook to get change and only then he noticed looking round that a good many people had come into the cottage and that they had all been watching him for some time past and seemed to be talking about him they were talking too of the fire in the town especially the owner of the cart who had only just returned from the town with a the cow they talked of arson of the spiegelin men he said nothing to me about the fire when he brought me along although he talked of everything struck stepan trofimovitch for some reason master stepan trofimovitch sir is it you i see well i never should have thought it don't you know me exclaimed a middle-aged man who looked like an old-fashioned house serf wearing no beard and dressed in an overcoat with a wide turned-down collar stepan trofimovitch was alarmed at hearing his own name excuse me he muttered I, I don't quite remember you you don't remember me i am anisim anisim ivanov i used to be in the service of the late mr gaganov and many's the time i've seen you sir with varvara petrovna at the late avdotya sergeyevna's i used to go to you with books from her and twice i brought you petersburg sweets from her why yes i remember you anisim said stepan trofimovitch smiling do you live here i live near spasov close to the v monastery in the service of marta sergeyevna avdotya sergeyevna's sister perhaps your honour remembers her she broke her leg falling out of her carriage on her way to a ball now her honour lives near the monastery and i am in her service and now as your honour sees i am on my way to the town to see my kinsfolk quite so quite so i felt so pleased when i saw you you used to be so kind to me anisim smiled delightedly but where are you travelling to sir all by yourself as it seems you've never been a journey alone i fancy stepan trofimovitch looked at him in alarm you are going maybe to our parts to spasov yes i am going to spasov il me semble que tout le monde va à spasov you don't say as to fyodor matveyevitch's they will be pleased to see you he had such a respect for you in old days he often speaks of you now yes yes to fyodor matveyevitch to be sure to be sure the peasants here are wondering they make out they met you sir walking on the high road they are a foolish lot i i yes you know anisim i made a wager you know like an englishman that i would go on foot and i the perspiration came out on his forehead to be sure to be sure anisim listened with merciless curiosity but stepan trofimovitch could bear it no longer he was so disconcerted that he was on the point of getting up and going out of the cottage but the samovar was brought in and at the same moment the gospel woman who had been out of the room returned with the air of a man clutching at a straw he turned to her and offered her tea anisim submitted and walked away the peasant certainly had begun to feel perplexed what sort of person is he he was found walking on the high road he says he is a teacher he is dressed like a foreigner and has no more sense than a little child he answers queerly as though he had run away from someone and he's got money an idea was beginning to gain ground that information must be given to the authorities especially as things weren't quite right in the town but anisim set all that right in a minute 
going into the passage he explained to everyone who cared to listen that stepan trofimovitch was not exactly a teacher but a very learned man and busy with very learned studies and was a landowner of the district himself and had been living for twenty-two years with her excellency the general's widow the stout madame stavrogin and was by way of being the most important person in her house and was held in the greatest respect by everyone in the town he used to lose by fifties and hundreds in an evening at the club of the nobility and in rank he was a councillor which was equal to a lieutenant-colonel in the army which was next door to being a colonel as for his having money he had so much from the stout madame stavrogin that there was no reckoning it and so on and so on mais c'est un dame et très comme il faut thought stepan trofimovitch as he recovered from anisim's attack gazing with agreeable curiosity at his neighbour the gospel pedlar who was however drinking the tea from a saucer and nibbling at a piece of sugar sur petit morceau de sucre ce n'est rien there is something noble and independent about her and at the same time gentle le comme il faut tout pour but rather in a different style he soon learned from her that her name was sofya matveyevna ulitin and she lived at k that she had a sister there a widow that she was a widow too and that her husband who was a sub-lieutenant risen from the ranks had been killed at sevastopol but you are still so young vous n'avez pas trente ans thirty-four said sofya matveyevna smiling what you understand french a little i lived for four years after that in a gentleman's family and there i picked it up from the children she told him that being left a widow at eighteen she was for some time in sevastopol as a nurse and had afterwards lived in various places and now she travelled about selling the gospel mais mon dieu wasn't it you who had a strange adventure in our town a very strange adventure she flushed it turned out that it had been she ce vaurion ce malheureux he began in a voice quivering with indignation miserable and hateful recollections stirred painfully in his heart for a minute he seemed to sink into oblivion bah but she's gone away again he thought with a start noticing that she was not by his side she keeps going out and is busy about something i notice that she seems upset too bah je deviens égoïste he raised his eyes and saw anisim again but this time in the most menacing surroundings the whole cottage was full of peasants and it was evidently anisim who had brought them all in among them were the master of the house and the peasant with the cow two other peasants they turned out to be cab-drivers another little man half drunk dressed like a peasant but clean-shaven who seemed like a townsman ruined by drink and talked more than any of them and they were all discussing him stepan trofimovitch the peasant with the cow insisted on his point that to go round by the lake would be thirty-five miles out of the way and that he certainly must go by steamer the half-drunken man and the man of the house warmly retorted seeing that though of course it will be nearer for his honour and the steamer over the lake that's true enough but maybe according to present arrangements the steamer doesn't go there brother it does go it does it will go for another week cried anisim more excited than any of them that's true enough but it doesn't arrive punctually seeing it's late in the season and sometimes it'll stay three days together at ustyevo it'll be there to-morrow at two o'clock punctually you'll be at spasov punctually by the evening cried anisim eager to do his best for stepan trofimovitch 
mais que ce qu'il a ces hommes thought stepan trofimovitch trembling and waiting in terror for what was in store for him the cab-drivers too came forward and began bargaining with him they asked three roubles to ustyevo the others shouted that that was not too much that that was the fare and that they had been driving from here to ustyevo all the summer for that fare but it's nice here too and i don't want stepan trofimovitch mumbled in protest nice it is sir you are right there it's wonderfully nice at spasov now and fyodor matveyevitch will be so pleased to see you mon dieu mes amis all this is such a surprise to me at last sofya matveyevna came back but she sat down on the bench looking dejected and mournful i can't get to spasov she said to the woman of the cottage why you are bound to spasov too then cried stepan trofimovitch starting it appeared that a lady had the day before told her to wait at hatovo and had promised to take her to spasov and now this lady had not turned up after all what am i to do now repeated sofya matveyevna mais ma chère et nouvelle amie i can take you just as well as the lady to that village whatever it is to which i've hired horses and to-morrow well to-morrow we'll go on together to spasov why are you going to spasov too mais que faire et je suis enchanté i shall take you with the greatest pleasure you see they want to take me i've engaged them already which of you did i engage stepan trofimovitch suddenly felt an intense desire to go to spasov within a quarter of an hour they were getting into a covered trap he very lively and quite satisfied she with her pack beside him with a grateful smile on her face anisim helped them in a good journey to you sir said he bustling officiously round the trap it has been a treat to see you good-bye good-bye my friend good-bye you'll see fyodor matveyevitch sir yes my friend yes fyodor petrovitch only good-bye end of part three chapter seven section one recording by expatriate in bangor maine